And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault. That's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. And what a great day it is. I've been looking forward to this show for years. I have been begging this couple to come on. They're my neighbors. They live just up the road in Beverly Hills of Colorado called Boulder, uh, down the hill from Longmont, Colorado, which is the other side of the tracks by a long shot. And I love her and I love him. These are good people. She is one high performing woman that when I go to visit them, I just come out of there exhausted because they're up to so much, not only in network marketing, but in multiple streams of income, in multiple streams of influence. I love them both. Hello, Adrian. How are you? I am great. How are you, Father? Is this like a red letter day for you and I? It's just We're not allowed day. to tell you what's going on, but we are very, very happy. And I, <laughs> would you say that? Yeah, I would say that's very, and it's mostly because we get to talk to Haley today. Well, yeah, I think Haley, I'm never going to forget this show because Haley's on it. And uh, hopefully, yeah, things are looking good. Haley, you look beautiful as usual. Uh, I've never, you were a model before you were a lawyer. And then you were a lawyer before you were a network marketer. Uh, somewhere along the line, you were a mother. I mean, you are one multitasking, multi-talented woman. What's going on? Well, I'm glad that I had that opportunity in my life to be a multitasker. Because then when you get in a situation like I am right now, where you're a man or four down on your team, you have to take over everything and you know how. <laughs> yeah, but most people don't even have the luxury of having a business big enough to have all those layers of employees and assistants and partners that you've got. And we'll get to that in a minute, but it's no accident that she's this big. And I got into Clubhouse almost the very exact time that Haley did. And I took it on with the same amount of vim and vigor that I do everything. And as a result, I'm like nothing on Clubhouse. In a very short amount of time, Haley has gone from learning it, embracing it, owning it to an influencer on Clubhouse. And that's the way she pretty much lives her life. So you were from where? New Jersey? Is that what I understand? I was. Originally, I was from, well, New York City is where I was born, to be, to be honest. Accurate. My parents are both full on New Yorkers still are, even though they live in Vero Beach, Florida, but they moved us to South Jersey when I was younger and we grew up there from until through high school. Wow. I'm looking at my text messages right here. Look at that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, the full screen. You can see it. What does it say? Where's Wes? I don't know where stop, he is. I, know I promised you all that he was going to be on. Stop it. He's not fixing his hair, so he's not here. It bothers me. He's a world-class triathlete, unbelievably successful in real estate. He He's one of the few guys that calls me on the phone, Sean Murphy, and says all the time, would I like to go for a bike ride? Would you like to do a Peloton joint deal with me? I mean, everything about him is so beautiful. Don't he's you agree? He's a beast. He, so, he wanted to ride bikes with him so bad, he popped a tire in front of your house. Yeah, so yeah. He, he, he came home one day. He's outside. The, I said, what are you doing? He says, I was riding over to see if I could come and get you to go for a bike ride. Had a flat tire, and he stole a tire from my unridden bike, which was very, very cute. But I love your husband, and I love you. But Haley, we want to know how somebody gets to be the machine that you are and how you do it. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. Sometimes I wake up like days like today and I literally don't know how I do it. And I think that, you know, what I try to do, and I know that you're like this too with some things is that, and anybody who's successful is, is that you just decide what's going to get done and you show up for yourself. And yeah. I had that feeling this morning when, cause I, you know, me, I like to stay super organized. I like to know what's coming I'm not a huge like surprise person. I want to know what's on my calendar. I want to feel prepared. And I want to also, and one of the reasons I want to feel prepared is because I also want to have downtime. Like it's really important to me to be able to take what I call that progressive rest in my life. So if I don't know what's happening, I can't actually build the rest in. And so what I mean by that is like, if you're hustling all day long, and you're not focused and you're not set up ahead of time, you waste a lot of time doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing. So I'll give you an example. 
you know, even just creating links for Zoom calls or this, uh, you know, StreamYard.com or, you know, looking through your messages, your emails, your text messages, your Instagram DMs, you could probably waste two to three hours of your day getting organized to be in the know before you even start working. And so one of the things that I am really, really uh, like that I stand behind that I really preach is that I want to set up my systems behind the scenes. So either I'm doing that or somebody else I'm paying to do that so that I can just show up and go. And then when I show up and go, it gives me extra time in my day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So those three hours that you may have lost, you know, trying to figure out what Zoom that you're supposed to be on or, you know, trying to figure out directions somewhere. Literally, it's hours of your day. I can build rest into my schedule that way. And that rest can look like just hanging out at the kitchen table, having a coffee. It could be having a conversation with my husband. It can be spending more time with my dog or my child. It can be laying in the bathtub. So today I speak about this today because I went to bed last night and on my phone, I keep this app. It's called Asana and it's a project management system. And when I click on it, I can see all of the tasks that are assigned to me. And it tells me exactly what I'm doing in the due date. And then I take these tasks and then I make time for them on my calendar. So I went to bed last night and I thought everything was cool and I'm all set up and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, right before I went to bed, I checked it and there were like eight new things from my team that they gave me to do that were all due tomorrow today. <laughs> they are all due today. And I'm looking at my calendar today. I'm like, how is that even going to happen? So I went to sleep and I woke up and I've been waking up these days, you know, at like four 30. And I just was like, you know what? I, I I'm not going to freak out. I'm just going to make a commitment to myself to just get it done until it's done. And I can look at the calendar and see, is there anything I can move? Is there anything that's not a priority? Is there anything I don't need to show up on? Is there something I'm showing up on, but I can like, you know, show up late for 20 minutes. And so I wake up this morning and there's another four things in my box. And now I'm really freaking out. So I did some meditation and I went upstairs to my office and I'm still in my pajamas and I've still got my robe on, but it's not even five o'clock in the morning. I just sat there for three and a half hours, totally focused put my diffuser on, got some hydration in my bottle. And I just started, you know, looking at the board and just started, you know, with the biggest thing first, because you knock that biggest thing out first and you feel a massive sense of accomplishment and then just starting to go down the list. And I got almost all of it done, like a whole day's worth of work in three and a half hours before I even took my daughter to school. And then, you know, the day gets interrupted as, you know, as, as people wake up and as people talk to you and message you, you get so many interruptions. So how do I get it all done? I make a commitment to myself. I hold myself accountable. I get up early and I start with the biggest things first so that the rest of the day I can be in what I call responsive mode rather than in like take action mode. That's how I live my life. And uh, the other day, she, she texts me like at uh, six in the morning. Me? Yes. Yeah. Well, who else is she? Like, who am I talking to? <laughs> God. Yeah. So I'm talking to you. And uh, I, you texted me at like six in the morning. I was having my lunch. And I said, yes, of course, Saley, because the woman gets up early, 430 in the morning and accomplishes it all and gets the heavy lifting out of the way. So she's able to live her life with a broad stroke and a freedom to be the rest of the day when she gets things off the list. And I do the same thing. Do you believe that you can teach people to do that? Do you believe that you're duplicatable? And do you believe that people out there in the world can emulate what Haley Hobson does? First of all, before I answer that, or if that's what? for me to answer or for your son to answer, <laughs> to answer, did everybody catch what he just said? What? It was six o'clock in the morning and he was eating his lunch. I <laughs> <laughs> just tried to one-up you subliminally. Yeah. <laughs> okay, keep going. Never. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. I know Haley, you remember that. <laughs> okay, so going back, like, I think I actually messaged you at like five forty something. But are you duplicatable? Do you believe? Can you teach people to do what you do? No, I mean, look, wife, I teach people she... to do it. I can teach people to do it, but the question is, Tom, and you know this as well as I do, that it's just a matter of like, does do people want to? Right? Yeah. Do people want to? Like, is there drive? And somebody asked me this question last night on a clubhouse room. The question was something like, what, like, how do you stay motivated? And it was a really easy question for me to answer because I don't need motivation to do what I'm doing. 
Like I like what I'm doing. Like I like my life and I wake up excited to live it every single day. So I wake up excited that I'm breathing and I wake up excited that I'm in my home and I wake up excited that my family's here and I wake up excited that I've built a business that I love working in. And even though there's, you know, tasks and things that we might at certain times call uh, work, right? I enjoy what I do. I've created, I have authored a life that I like living. And so if you want to get it done, then do something or work towards something that you like doing would be my answer to that. And then even if, then the second half of the answer is, I guess, you know, some people will say that they want something done or they want to create something, but they just don't. And, you know, they just don't want it bad enough. They don't want it bad enough because I do believe, I mean, you, you've seen, you've heard as many stories as I have people, you know, no parents living in trailers, no homeless, you know, no money broke as, you know, broke as a dog. Like, you know, we've heard so many things of people that have risen up and created what they want. So many success stories, but if you don't want it, it's not going to happen. Right. And what about, you know, cause you, it, you've gone through this metamorphosis from being a, a big time attorney and then finding what, finding your way into what you've done today. You know, where did that, you know, did you really want it when you were a lawyer and then things changed? Did you realize that you didn't? And that was part of your kind of metamorphosis. And I realize I'm asking a very big question with about one minute left, but I, I think that's an important. So let's start talking about that and we can carry it on after the break. Well, I don't think that I wanted to be an attorney uh, big enough because I left after five years in the practice and I wasn't excited and motivated to get up and yeah. go to work and do the job that I had chosen at that time. Yeah. And, and was it the pain of that like, was it pain that led you to go, I got to change something? Like what? what yeah, it was you... pain of like not be not like really living my passion. Yeah. yeah. And also not utilizing, I think, some of the gifts or strengths that I later realized I had. I think you're a better network marketer than I think you'd be a terrible lawyer. All right, we're coming back. After this, we're going to a break. Don't look, she gave me your little petulant, irritated look right there. I know. Well, I'm just going to put a story up while we're coming back right after this. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show on the Genesis Communication Network. Stick around. All right, we're at the break. Hello. We're at the break. Sorry, that's I, I want to go back to that because I, I, I'm fascinated by that and I think it's an important conversation. But I after the break, I was way too late. So yeah. we'll come back to it after the break. Mark Lalonde, Holy the king moly. of TikTok, is actually watching. He's never watched a show. So you must be, and your TikToks, I don't even know how you do it, man. You and Lalonde, you guys are so good at it. It makes me want to cry. And, uh, I try, you know, and every you have time. to you have to shout out his TikTok that he did off of the back of this show last time. What was it? The the chest hair. Oh yeah, when I showed my chest hair and he, when I interviewed him, because I think he shaves his chest because he does those TikToks with the camera right here, and he's got that beautiful shiny chest, and he's doing all this cornball romantic stuff. And I'm always struck by his chest because my chest is so ugly. Oh my God. I think about laying my head on that. This is a conversation we're having during a network marketing show. No, it's not network marketing. This is the network marketing leader. <laughs> this is a leadership show. conversation, not a network marketing conversation. No. Really. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. All right. Do you have just a to be clear? Just to be clear. This is we're right on track. Yeah. Wavoto, Wavoto.com. Wavoto. Oh, wait. Yep. There we go. Okay. What do we, we hear? Wavoto. Wavoto is amazing. So <laughs> Take it away, baby. A non sequitur is layered on top of each other. Tom Chanel. So <laughs> I, what I love about Mark Lalonde is that he is somebody who is showed up in our life and we have created a real connection that is yet to reveal itself where it is going. And yet because of relationship, the, the answer space gets open. And, you know, Haley's doing all this amazing stuff on Clubhouse. We'll probably talk more about Clubhouse later on during the show. But as you're meeting people, you don't know, you know, like if you're 
in network marketing and you are looking for people that want to be business builders or want to buy your product and those are the only two nails you're looking for and you're just walking around like a hammer just hitting people, you are going to miss out on so much opportunity in the world that exists beyond that narrow definition of what you might think you're looking for. And so what we are doing in conversation, what contact mapping is is ultimately about is widening that definition of of what relationship can do to allow you to find the thing that is bigger and better and different than maybe what you thought it was going to be in any relationship and be able to create opportunity that you would never have even realized. 100% right. And the name of the game is remembering people, remembering things about people that is not posted on some pithy social media wall, like Mark Lalonde's chest is a story that's not posted anywhere. Haley Hobson is so tightly wound, she's running. You know, she's a runner and her husband's a triathlete and they're running up a high mountain in the heart of Boulder, Colorado. And her husband turns to her and says, you've got your sports bra on inside out. And she stopped in the middle of the street and reversed it because she could not no, I didn't. without I doing that. I did that. That's the kind of stuff that I remember that I can exactly. bring up at a later date that <laughs> is going to become the essence of a relationship that people are going to remember. Oh my God, it's Wes. He's here. How are you, Wes? Was Boy, I supposed to dress up for this? What a shock. How Was I supposed to dress up for this? How are you? I'm doing fine and dandy, you guys. You guys are studs. We love you. Are we out of the break in five seconds? Yes. Okay, we're going back on the air. Stick around, Wes, but don't, you can't. All right, I got to go get a chair. You can't screw up the show. Okay. And we're back. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with the one and only Haley Hobson. And she brought her husband, Wes, who's getting a chair, which we're very excited about because it is ham and egg right there. And they are more opposites than Denise and I. I want you to meet him. One plus one equals 20. She's already freaking out because she's had, she's probably got a script that we don't even know about written for this show. And now Wes is going to come in and completely throw the egg in the egg timer. And here we go. Take it away. <laughs> All right. So before the break, we were talking about your, your relentless focus and the drive and how that's kind of comes from within because you're passionate about the life that you've created. And I want to go back a little bit back to your conversation about when you were a lawyer and wanting to come out of that. Cause I think, you know, a lot of, a lot of us, a lot of people either now or in the past, like we go through times when it doesn't feel like it's all lining up and like that fire is just there. And so how, what talk about how that got, opened up for you and how you have created that level of like clarity and motivation and drive for yourself. I mean, that is like a conversation that we could talk about for days, but I'll do my best to answer it in a couple of minutes. Yeah, six minutes, go. Six <laughs> minutes. All right. So, you know, like I said, I, I woke up like 10 years ago and just realized I was not living the life that I wanted to live. And this is actually, I, I was at another career by then, by the way, like I had chosen first law, then I got into Pilates and yoga, which I really enjoyed for about a decade. And then I woke up again one day and I was like, this isn't what I want to be doing. And so I think it's a really important to be able to follow your gut and your gut intuition and know what it is that makes you happy, that lights you up, that fulfills you. I think so many of us wake up every morning and we have this list of to do's on our on our, you know, on our Asana task board, like I just show you, or on a piece of paper or in a journal or in our head. And we are taught to do them, right? And we're just knocking off or crossing off boxes all day. And we go to sleep unhappy and we wake up unhappy or we go to sleep stressed and we wake up stressed. And um, this is dinging over here. So let me close this out. I thought I had uh, gotten rid of all my notifications. I apologize. Um, but we, we, you know, we go to sleep and, we, and when, if we don't stop and, and take the time to feel what's going on in our heart and in our, in our, in our, in our gut. I think our gut is like our primary brain in our body. And you, you get symptoms when you're not feeling fulfilled. Like for me, it was, I had, you know, lots of, um, I will call it gastrointestinal disorders, right? I, you know, I, I, I started my life with irritable bowel that turned into inflammatory bowel. I had a colon on the wrong side of my body, like lots of different things that were 
really causing me to feel like my immune system to not be strong, to, to not be as strong as it could be for my, um, you know, anxiety levels to rise, um, stress levels to rise, um, dealt with periods of depression. And, um, it, it, but I, I understood that I didn't want to feel like that. You know, I, I knew there was more. And I think that so many people accept where they are as the norm. This is like the long short of what I'm trying to say. Like yeah. you, you're accepting your life as it is and you're, you're living it out until, you know, if there is no life anymore and you don't actually, um, you don't actually understand that there is more available for you. And when I realized that, and specifically it was about 10 years ago, I went after that and I still do on a daily basis. And I mean, we have enough money to live comfortably for the rest of our, our lives. I mean, we're not like billionaires. We're not, you know, killing it like you described, but we we're comfortable. We're very comfortable. We can travel where we want. We can, uh, you know, we live in nice houses. We, you know, we, we, we have nice cars. We can do the things we want. We can donate to causes that we believe in. Um, we could, we could, we could retire if we wanted to, but I, 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 I have a purpose. I believe that there's more for me that I'm here I'm here because I can teach and I can educate and I can inspire and I can motivate. And when you wake up knowing that you have a purpose, uh, I think it's easy to stay motivated because you're living out that, that dream. I think you ought to do it like Dominique. I think you, the next move that you have, like that Dominique lady that's running for Mrs. America, that's your next move. I'm thinking of your next pivot. And I think you need to be Mrs. America with Madeline and just Madeline and all oh, of this guy, Xander, come here, Xander. Xander's the dog. That's not He's their the dog. Story. Yeah. Wes will come in on the next, after the next break. We love you guys. And you know what I, what I'm telling everybody is it's yeah. not her law degree. It's her worth ec work ethic. It's her teachability watching her. I've got 4,000 friends on Clubhouse. We started almost the same day. She's got 50,000. And the reason is, is because she's 10 times more driven than me. And because of she's got a much, much, much bigger picture of how she wants her life to look. And she says, I'm going to own that and I'm going to do it. And I respect that so much. And I've been to your house. I know you and Wes live a great life of camaraderie. Almost every time I'm headed that way, there's already people over there visiting you because you take care of your friends and you love your friends and everything about the way that you're doing this thing, establishing boundaries, being a better person, meditating, doing all the stuff that you're a stand for is unbelievable. So we're going to take another break. This is the Genesis Communication Network. Thank you, Ted Anderson. We love you for putting us on the air all these years. We'll be back right after this with Adrian Haley Hobson, Wes Xander and Adrian. I think I said that. Bye. All right, Wes, have you constructed the chair? My God, yes. what is he doing now? There this he is. is. Look at that. Wow, you that's a, that's craftsmanship, man. Well done. This is made out of um rope that has been gotten from the sea, recycled rope that has been found in the ocean. That's awesome. And he, even, he even changed shirts. You and he's, got, he's got his little, he's got his little twin Haley shirt on. That is so you guys cute. Look good. This yeah. is great. This is very exciting. My wife goes, yeah, you already look at that. Um, my wife's going, is he wearing running shorts? He's so adorable. Wow. So yeah. So everybody thinks you're a heartthrob, Wes. And see, this has already improved the quality of the show. And she just said that she was a. First of all, she was a model. She pivoted. Then she became a lawyer. She pivoted. Then she became a yoga Pilates girl, pivoted. Then she became a network marketer, pivoted. Then she became an influencer, pivoted. You better hope she doesn't decide to do that around husbands or you are gone, Johnson. <clears throat> well, I think she she's thinking about dating a guy named Johnson. Uh-oh. Johnson. <laughs> See that face? Anyway, what's going on, Wes? How you doing? I'm good. What are you guys staring at? Are you you guys staring at a TV camera or is it a a camera right we're there? We're just not very we're we are really radio people. We have not yet figured out that the camera's over there because we want we just we're so enamored with you, Wes. We want to look at you over here. That's it. So you have two screens. Oh, you're looking at the camera, but the we're looking at the yeah, you got a big got studio it, camera. It. It's not a computer thing, so it's yeah, it's got it. that's but I'm sorry. Well, you guys are the bomb. I love you. We should build out like a studio, I was, like a real studio. They have. We can just go to their house. No, but if like we want to do this every day, like we could have like we could deck out a room. That'd be cool. 
And it could be like a real recording slash podcast slash Zoom. So slash- what's going on right now in this gap? Is, is there a commercial happening? There's on the on the regular radio, there's a commercial and right now. We're on Facebook. Yeah, so we're live on Facebook right now. So everybody's still watching, but there's a if anybody wants to ask Wesk a question, go ahead. Ask on Facebook. Type in the chat during the break. Say hi to Wes. Well, that's kind of cool. I mean, you guys are stellar with They're what tech. you guys are doing. What well, yeah, you guys are some marketing, magnificent, amazing, magnetic company. <laughs> Are you trying to think of words that start with M? <laughs> well, thank you, Wes. That's very authentic. So, oh, good God. We do love Wes. Yeah, everybody's writing, we love Wes. He's such a face, you know, and you're a good man, Wes, and we care deeply about you. I go over to his house for the Super Bowl, and we're sitting there trying to watch the game, and the next thing you know, he's got a computer in front of me, and I'm getting a pitch on Lovoto. And I'm going, can I just watch the game? He goes, this will only take five minutes. It took an hour and 12 minutes for him to go through this PowerPoint that I'm trying to watch. What like, do you need? You need to up-level your, your online presence. You do. Well, I know that, but it was just unbelievable that he chose Tom Brady and the Kansas City Chiefs. Thank God the game turned out the way it did, but I'm sitting there watching the game with, you know. I disagree. It didn't turn out the way that it did. No. <laughs> but that's, why, that's why after the fourth quarter, I didn't give a credit anymore. I just like, let me go talk to Tom because I, I don't care about this game anymore. As, as, yeah, in the fourth quarter, he was so mad, you guys. He took all the food because he wanted me to leave so bad. And I'm trying to stay awake on the couch because he's still pitching this thing at me. And uh, no food left anymore. So finally, I left with uh, like three minutes. Well, the week go. before that, Casey was playing and they were, I don't know, remember what the score was. All of a sudden, it just went downhill really fast. And I was with some other people. Actually, he was back in Kansas City with his parents. And I was watching the game with some friends and they were saying to me, go text him. Is he okay? I was like, I guarantee he has turned the the, the TV off right now. There's no way he's going to watch that fourth quarter with what's going on. That I was called. The Super Bowl. Oh, that was a Super Bowl? Yeah. Well, why didn't you say he was at our house for the Super Bowl? That was the, the like, actually two weeks before at the playoffs. Or were you there, Tom, during the Super Bowl? I can't no, remember. He no, he wasn't there for the Super Bowl. I made like, that whole story up. Oh, was that when I made you a bagel? Yeah, I was trying. Oh my God. You guys, if you ever do anything in your life, you want to. So I'm like trying to not eat for some reason that day. And she, we're at her house. And she has this, she brings out the most beautiful bagel. I'd already said no. Of course, I asked you if I want, if you wanted one. Yeah, she offered it to me and I said no. And then she sits there and in slow motion, very seductively eats this bagel. All I did was get home and go, Denise, I want a bagel. So she made me a bagel. Well, it was all the vegan options. Are we on foods? Okay, shut up. <laughs> All right, we're back. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. It's Tom Chenault. It's Adrian Chenault. It's Wes Hobson, Haley Hobson, and the beautiful Xander the dog all there here on go. the show together. We only are missing my wife, who I invited, and she didn't show. Ah, uh, would have been. She should have been here. She should have been here. I know. I think we'll bring her in on the break. I think I'm going to have Marianne send a link. And we'll Tell her to come over. Break. She can come on our end. All right, here we go. We'll do that. Mr. Bedside Manor, Tom Chenault. Take it away. All right. (laughs) How are we doing? We're back in the show. All right. Good. Oh, that's okay. We're on the show. Got it. (laughs) So uh, thanks for sharing about that before the break, talking about this kind of transition. And so you, how, so how, when did you make the pivot into network marketing? How long has it been now, Haley? Eight and a half years. Eight and a half. God, you got a lot done in eight and a half years. That's pretty awesome. I have to say she probably got a lot done in the first three years. I, I would not doubt that at all. Yeah, because one of those things where she actually hit ranks faster than anyone in the company, the, the fastest to do it, and actually the fastest to hit double presidential as well. And she, I would I feel like she was one of those Roger Bannister four-minute milers where yeah. people think thought it couldn't happen, and yet she broke that barrier and achieved success, and all these people are like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And then a lot of Roger Bannisters popped up in the last eight years. Right. Yeah, because you broke the foot, you showed everybody they could do it. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, she just, Haley has that gun ho mentality where when she's focused, she's like the horse that wants to go back to the barn. You know, nothing's going to stop her. She's Nothing's going to be in her way, and if she wants to achieve it, she does it. So and were you I, this tightly wound little triathlete that – used your fame as a triathlete in Boulder, Colorado 
to stand on other people's shoulders along with Adam Zucco to get to this lofty position in real estate. And all of a sudden your wife got in the network marketing deal and you're going, oh, that's a, that's a scam. And then all of a sudden she made a thousand bucks and you're going, that's a scam. Look no, how hard you're you're and then you're she making, made five grand and you go, well, that scam, that scam doesn't look so bad. Then she made 10 grand and you're going, is my name on the check? And then it turned into 20,000 and you go, oh, well, Haley and I are doing this deal. And then she made a million a year and you're going, oh yeah, Haley and I are doing this thing and I'm helping her. And I cannot believe how it escalated since she started using my absolute fame in the triathlon world to make, is that what happened? Exactly. I thought so. With the exception of the first 15 seconds, you're dead on, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I loved, I loved it after the first couple of years when we'd be sitting out like with friends in a restaurant and he'd be like, you know, our business. <laughs> so I, I do have to say though, that I never thought of it as a scam. He didn't. The network marketing. She came to me and she said, Hey, I like this product. Um, and this is something I want to do. And I looked at her and I had that stigmatism of what my mind thought network marketing was more, more multi-level marketing than network marketing, like MLM. Oh, that was stuck in my head 10 years, nine years ago. And so, um, but I said, you know what? You go for it. I'm not interested. I got my own business. I'm doing my own thing, but you go for it and I'll support you. Um, and that's how I got started. There, there wasn't any animosity or anything. It was just my own negative, my own thoughts in the back of my head of what I thought it was. And but with that said, I remember, I remember the first six figure check and I remember the next level after that. So the six figure check, I was actually in Chicago. I was not with him. I was traveling for the team and you know we would get paid on a certain day of the month and so i logged in from my phone those were the days where i was like super excited to like see the check on the 15th or 16th or whatever it was and uh you know the moment that we thought it was posted i'm logging in and i'm looking at it how much was it and it was like i think it was like fifteen thousand dollars the first time no, and that's a five figure check no that well that the first that, five no, figure check please don't correct me it was, it was that was the check that brought us to a six-figure income. So yeah. it was $15,000 a month. It was $15 that month. It just kept going up. But it was the first time I had personally ever received a check that big, like in one check. Like I had worked as an attorney and I was making six figures, but I was paid weekly or bi-weekly or whatever. And I had never received a check that big. Right. So it was, so I called him from the car and I remember saying to him, guess how much I just got paid today? And he said, how much? I said, $15,000. And he couldn't believe it. But then about six months later, we hit the next rank in the company and we were away on a leadership retreat at the time. And we were at the gym in the morning and it was that payday again. So I logged on from my phone and I looked and I, I said, come here. And I'm like running on the treadmill and I'm log logging in while I'm running. And I'm, I nearly tripped on the treadmill and I had him look at it. And it was like, $45,000. Cause it went from like the 15, 20 mark to 45 like that with the next rank. And he, like, I just remember his jaw dropping. Oh, we used to at midnight, we'd be checked party. We went to a party and it was the most unbelievable party. Cause we're around the table with all these real estate zillionaires, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of net worth. And we're talking about Wes, who's a very successful real estate agent in his own right. But then this girl goes, you know about his wife, Haley, right? And it's like a secret. And we go, what? She's like one of the biggest network marketers in the world. I would give anything to be Haley Hobson. And that was a real estate agent saying that to Denise and I. When was so, that? I can't tell you because I... It's still trying to recruit her. So at the end of the day, <laughs> so anyway, I told Wes. That is was that before we were friends? I swear I told Wes about it. And uh, it was at Tebow's house. And it was very, very cute. But that lady said that. And uh, it was a fact that, you know, your reputation and, you know, that whole stigma that Wes alluded to. Uh, is so much in the minds of people anymore. And everybody wants that side gig. They don't necessarily want to do the work to get it, but at least they realize it's real. 
uh, thanks to COVID-19 and thanks to the pivot that's happened over the last 12 months, people are going, what if my income goes away? How am I going to supplement my lifestyle? And people are making more of a more of a shift to this profession all the time. Thanks to people like you keeping the word out there big time that it is real and lawyers do become successful network marketers. And that's cool. Hello, Denise Chenault. How are you? Hi, Tom. It's good to see you. How do you like your friends, Haley and Wes? I love them. <laughs> I love that. And I really love Denise them. makes the best pickles in the world, by the way. <laughs> You've got to order some of her pickles. She makes the best pickles ever. It's one of our side gigs. 1-800-DENISE. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, many Chris. And Bill's, you know what this is? What? You guys will get a kick out of this. Tell them, Tom. What is this? My traffic ticket. Yeah. Little blue slip right here. Yeah. I was going like 90 through a school zone. That really was a great idea with his kid in the car. Speed zone dyslexia. Yeah. I want to, I want to hear how you get out of that one. So you he did it. He didn't. He got a ticket. No. How he gets out of paying the ticket. He's not going to. He's going to pay it. He has to go to court. Yeah. He can't so how about your it. connections in Clubhouse? Has that worked out for you, Haley? Yeah, I love Clubhouse. I love it. I think it's like, really I think they, they were like, who were, you know, who, they, I think they designed this platform for me, honestly. I love it. I love the connection. I don't have to, like today I had to comb my hair to be here because I was, you know, on video. But like on Clubhouse, I like barely have to brush my teeth. Isn't that the best? The best, the best. But I can actually still deliver what I love to deliver, but I don't, it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. It doesn't matter if my makeup is on. It doesn't matter if my hair is done. And I, I really think that you can meet and get to know people in, in a very intimate, and I mean intimate, like business intimate environment, I'm not saying anything creepy now, but like, you know, I have friends, like I have real friends in Clubhouse right now. It's kind of like, you know how in network marketing, you're working with your team and a lot of it's virtual and you're doing Zooms and you get together at an event and you're like, ah, you're so excited to see them. I feel like Clubhouse is like that now. Like if there was an event, we would all be like, Right. Oh my God, I can't. And you be, you build these relationships over there by being in these rooms and popping in over and over and, and, and hanging out with the same people. And my God, I mean, I can't believe that much I've learned being on that platform also. Oh my God. From everything to everything. I was a terrible father. <laughs> I was. And I've always wanted Adrian to have him. Hey, have, you, have you told Adrian that yet? Yes, he told <laughs> okay. me. And I've always, and so I, and everybody stick around for this because this is important. And so I'm on Clubhouse and I've been a big fan of Constant Contact forever. And it's a big company, you know, and I, it, and so all of a sudden I see Alex Stern on Clubhouse and he was the founder of Constant Contact. And he sold his piece of that for like eight figures, like over a hundred million dollars, nine figures. And so I'm like freaking out. So I listened to him on several occasions and this guy is the real deal and he's mentoring people. So I keep trying to get on the stage in Clubhouse and talk to this guy and I can't do it. And I'm going, oh my God, I'm a contact member. I have to, if you want to catch a mouse, you have to think like a cheese. So I try like three different times. I send it and every one of you phonies go, oh, be sure to uh, text me on Instagram, DM me, and I'll call you back. And then you get into the autoresponder and the bot and all that jazz, and I want to blow my brains out, and I can't get to this guy. And the next thing you know, I'm driving down the road to pick up dinner because Denise doesn't cook, and we're going. I'm going to Georgia Boys to grab the food, and there I am. How does Adrian keep a straight face through all this? Right then, I pull into Georgia Boys. I'm getting the food. I look down at Clubhouse, and Alex Stern is interviewing Mark Victor Hansen from Chicken Soup for the Soul. He loves his wife more than air in his lungs. I go, Mark. So I just immediately go in there and raise my hand because I know Mark's going to see me. Doesn't happen. Crickets. I'm going, what am I going to do now? So I call Mark Victor. Oh, no. Then I message Mark Victor Hansen. Get me on the stage. I want to really puff up your wife. He doesn't do it. Doesn't see the phone. I call his phone, which screws up his clubhouse and he sees it. 
and I'm going, I'm dead. Then all of a sudden, Alex Stern goes, well, it's been nice having you on. And Mark Victor Hansen goes, wait a minute, we got Tom Chenault. So by then, I get on the stage, and now Alex Stern's following me, and he sends me his email address, which he still doesn't respond to, and I'm still dead. So then about a week later, there is a guy on Clubhouse that's talking, and he goes, I've always wanted to meet Tom Chanel. And I look at it, and it's a guy named Paul Capozio. And I go, holy mackerel, who's this goofball? So I look, he served up, he had a company for a half, a million and a, a billion and a half dollars. Now he's a network marketer. He's unbelievable. And I go, that guy's cool. But then I look, Alex Stern sponsored him in. I go, Mark, we got to, I mean, uh, what's his name? Paul, we got to talk. Right afterward, we get Alex Stern on the phone with him and me, and I immediately patch in Adrian, and now Adrian has the <laughs> father he never had, and Alex Stern is our guest next week on this show. Read him and weep, everybody. You wonder where that case story came from. It's all 100% taken connections to get better connections, give value the entire time, and next week, Alex Stern, live and in color, right after Haley and Wes Hobson. It will be unbelievable. We're going to a break right now. This is Tom Chenault, Denise Chenault, Adrian Chenault, all the Chenaults with the Hobson, Haley, and Wes. We'll be right that wasn't a story. That was a novel. Holy crap. I hope that next <laughs> week you, you spend four minutes of the time with him talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> that took two and a half minutes exactly. I and wonder if I didn't know if this podcast was from. I'm gonna Haley DM him right. I'm gonna Tom. DM him right now and see if I can pop on and get four of my minutes back. <laughs> That's hilarious. Look, my head is sweating because I went down that rabbit hole. There was no turning back once I started telling the story. I knew I was dead the minute my mouth started moving, but I had to complete the story. Oh my God, you guys. No, that was I have a million of those stories though. I mean, honestly, that's the way Clubhouse works. It's like that's the way it is. Like I, all of a sudden I found myself the other day in a room talking to the head VP who worked at Coca-Cola for X amount of time. And you know, I now my nickname for him his nickname for me is HNF. Hey new friend. Yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, like it's that's how it's working. The uh you never would have had access to these people before. And if you people don't have the premium of contact mapping for that, you're out of your mind. Because I'm sitting there on my computer with my phone right there. I map them. I keep notes. I bounce between my phone and the app. And I, I bring in at least 11 people with a story like Haley taking off her sports bra and flipping it while she was running with Wes. And you're both denying it. And you set it on Clubhouse. That's why it's so valuable, right? I don't deny it. She, okay, she good. Did. She was in the zone. She was, it, she had blinders on a horse. She's like, Oh, I got to change my thing inside out. Yep. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But I mapped yeah. that and brought it up at the most opportune time to have Kaylee know I remembered her. And then I had you come on to validate the story. The I right mean, you guys eat dinner in our house like five nights a week because Denise doesn't cook. So, I mean, there's no way you'd forget me anyway. Secondly, <laughs> Denise cooks 20 times more than you do. <laughs> 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 Mic drop. There we go. Just <laughs> telling you know, tell a few stories with a thousand of our closest friends, you guys. That's what we do, and it's just a beautiful thing. I mean, the one thing that I do have on her, though, is the vegan bagel, though. Yes. Oh, my God, that bagel. It's a real thing, huh? I tried to copy it. Yeah, it was good. Often I took a picture of it today. I was actually going to – oh, no, that was my avocado We're actually going to be out your way picking up – Madeline, 40 minutes, but luckily, I, I hope I don't have a flat tire where I have to ride five miles to your house. Just to uh, we it. already told that story about an hour ago. You weren't here. Let's <laughs> so talk about contact mapping. So we talked about Clubhouse. We talked about contact mapping with Clubhouse. We're actually doing a room on Thursday, every Thursday, starting this Thursday from three to five mountain time, five to seven Eastern time. And you really ought to come and hang out with us. And Haley, I'm going to be in, now you have to come because I'm going to be you down to make it happen. When is the room? Thursday three afternoon. Three to five mountain time, Thursday afternoon. So three come hop in, bring us some of your 49,000 followers. Holy smokes. Brad Hager's got double that and he's coming. There we go. My, I have I have almost 50,000 followers, not 39. I, I said 48,000. That's unreal. We have a leadership retreat this Thursday, but we'll, I can I can pop in for a few. Yeah, do just, it. Got our virtual retreat. Do you know that at night she takes the clubhouse audio with the phone? No, I 
Weston. She she has it there to like 2 a.m. and I'm trying to sleep. That's not true. I go to bed at 8:30. And it's going on. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. I go to bed. I stopped. I mean, that was when I was addicted back in December. <laughs> this that is the greatest thing. Oh, I've got so much balance. All of us were. All of us were addicted that first month. But you know, now it's true. You Denise, go ahead. My name is not on that app after 8:30. That's Denise. Oh, we're back. Hang on. <laughs> we're back. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. Final segment. Haley and Wes Hobson, the most adorable couple. They are. You got that right. You this got that like right. Little House on the Prairie being around these two, isn't it? <laughs> no comment. You know what I call them? I call them the Bickersons behind their back. So now I'm. So you can map that. So that is so funny. So yeah. Is that what you have in your contact mapping under my name? Oh, yeah. And Haley's is the bigger stuff. See all the stuff I have mapped on you, Wes. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but Because he, he's an avid and a very good poker player. And so what you don't know about Wes is that he, he will throw a card. And <laughs> he's good at it. And I like that about you. And he's got balance. And, uh, you know, you call him on the phone. He's got right, balance? Right, Ask oh, him what time he went to bed last night. Yeah, he's a, he's a good man. And, you know, here's these guys exemplify what you want your life to look like, man. When the weather's too bad, they go to San Diego and live in their house there. And when the weather's too nice out there, they come back to Colorado and visit us poor people. And everything about what they've done and accomplished is what all of you want to do, no matter what you're doing. And before we get out of here, Haley, I want to talk about multiple streams of income because you are not limited just to network marketing. You get affiliate programs on literally every time I hear you talk about anything, I know you probably have an affiliate program around it, whatever that water bottle you just had up. I thought, what kind of water bottle was that? Yeah, it's a doTERRA. Grander. Yeah, there we go. That's what I love about you. But that's not, you, you've got, you are an influencer and you've got a lot of people watching your influence. It makes sense for you to be doing that kind of stuff because People are using your brand to sell their stuff and might as well. You might. Yeah, it makes sense for everybody to be doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you have the opportunity to be making income in multiple places, you should be doing it. Like we are entitled to make multiple streams of income. My, 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 my only advice on it would be align yourself with things that you actually believe in, know, love, trust, because anytime you throw your name out there and you give somebody a link or you encourage somebody to sign up for something, you know, it's your referral. So one bad referral, like can ruin your reputation. Right. No doubt about that. And that's the BLTs that Adrian and I talk about all the time. Make sure that you've got deep relationships with people where they know they belong in your tribe. They know that you love them. They know that they can trust you and they know that they're safe with you. And people will literally follow you anywhere. And that's what I, true. in fact, I, I'll, I'll, t I'll tell you this. Wes Hobson and I have had some serious conversations about the depth of relationships and aligning yourself with good people. And she just said something real profound. Make sure you're looking hard at the people you jump in the foxhole with. And I love that, Haley. And it's the truth. Yeah, I'm, I'm very selective in the deals that I do. I mean, there's a couple of different programs throughout the year that I recommend, but only a handful, like yeah. only a handful. And then as far as like, you know, little products, it's the stuff that I'm using on my own body, obviously that doesn't interfere or, or conflict with my own network marketing company. Um, but I, I, you know, honestly, like some things, it's not like I'm making a ton of money on it. It's just that I really love it. I'm really passionate about it. Like I would tell you to go to this company, you know, down the street, WonderPress on Pearl Street. I'm not an affiliate, by the way, of these, but let's just hypothetically say they gave me a dollar for every bottle that I sold. I'm not doing that for the money. I'm doing it because they actually are a good juice bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I want, I want to share what I know has worked for me, but then I also strategically think about how is my audience, how is my community going to be best served? So if what, what am I already teaching and what is going to take them to the next level with something that I'm not teaching, but somebody else who I admire and respect can do for them. So I'm very selective in those relationships. Yeah. Can I, can I just say too, cause I, I, it, 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 I know that Denise, unfortunately, you don't have a good internet connection. Oh, dang it. <laughs> she sounds fine now. Try it again. Try it again. I was just going to say, you're such a supporter of entrepreneurs, and it the money, it, that's not, it doesn't even come into consideration for you. 
you just love supporting people and products that you love. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually doing right now, we're doing like a little mini just shout out for a guy that I love who is like the king of challenges. And he's got a course right now, teach, I mean, a challenge teaching people how to do challenges. And I was thinking to myself, like our first email went out today and we did some social media posts and I haven't even logged into the affiliate link because I don't really even care how many people use my link, but I just want to support him. Yeah. What's the link? Haleyandpedro.com. Haleyandpedro.com. Awesome. Oh man, she's it. leaving you for a guy named Pedro. Oh my He's God. Nice. He's a great guy. He is He's literally, nice. you guys, I mean, people like um, Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, uh, you know, all of the big, like, um, uh, I had like literally should pull up the email right now. I mean, he's worked with anybody who has done big challenges. Eric Worre, like these are the guys that uh, have used him. He he he's the literally known as the king of challenges. And challenges, by the way, are the way are one of the ways most effective ways right now to actually build your network marketing business. Do a challenge, teach people something in five days, get them from A to Z, and then bring them in and show them how you can work with them on a deeper level afterwards. So I am all about challenges. I just did my first two challenges this year um, to bring people into a program that I have. And yeah, he's worked with, um, he's worked with Tony Robbins, Russell Brunson, Dean Reziosi, Roland Frazier, Damon John, Grant Cardone, Pete Vargas, Ryan Dice, Sage, Le Sage Levine, uh, Stu McLaren, Rachel Miller, Ryan Levesque, and you know that Eric Worre, who works with Pete and Grant, you know, Grant, like this is the challenge guy. The fingerprints so, of yeah, this is the guy. Like, if you want to learn how to do a challenge, do his free challenge to teach people how to do challenges. And I'm doing it. It starts next Monday. And I, I support him. He just, he literally called me on Sunday and said, hey, would you send out an email for me? It was not in my marketing plan at all. And wow. I busted my butt to get it done. I met with my whole team yesterday. We rewrote or renegotiated a couple social media posts, um, story posts, uh, came up with an email because I love the guy. I think he's super, super relevant in our industry. And I am working with him right now. Actually, he's working on a course and I'm working on a module for his course to teach network marketers how to do challenges. So spent like five minutes. So I hate to think of how much your money you're making off of this, but we've got to go. I don't even now. care how much money I'm making. I want all the next marketing week. profession to on do better. Leadership show. She's still talking, but we're off the air. We love you, Haley and Wes. We'll figure out a way to clip the end of this in here. Unbelievable people follow Haley Hobson wherever she is and Wes too. We'll see you all next week with Alex Turner. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.